Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. I'm your host, Barry Carlin, and with me today I have Alex, who's the vocalist for the phenomenal band Break Loose, a band that are absolutely awesome. If you've seen their live shows or heard their studio songs, such as uh, Yeah, I'm a Vampire or Misbehave or Rebel Rebel, you'll know that this band are absolutely awesome. So to have them on the podcast is a real pleasure. And today I'll be chatting to Alex about their band's brand new single, Love on Fire, which is set to be released this Friday, February 23rd. And the band claim it's their biggest song yet, which is very exciting. So I'll be breaking down that song with Alex, as well as what the band has in store for us in 2024, all their live shows, and a few other topics here and there as well, such as Misfits and that carry carry on. But um, yeah, this band are really, really something special. So to have them on the podcast was an absolute pleasure. I hope Hope you've enjoyed the episode. Here's the theme music by Zach Stevenson. All right, we're back for a new episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. I have Alex from Break Loose. Thank you so much for coming on, man. It's great to have you. Thank you. Thank you so You're much for the invite. Now, can I, I can hear you perfectly fine. Yeah, I <laughs> first heard your band over admittedly dubious uh, circumstances in that uh, you were playing Workman's Upstairs and I was meant to go to a dinner party. It was, it was I think it was last year, June, maybe. But... Um, what happened was, was I was meant to go to a dinner party and it was way too early. So I was like, okay, I'm going to sit upstairs, have a smoke, read my book and wait around. And I heard you guys sound checking. And the second I heard, I heard you guys say, I was like, what the hell is that riffy goodness? And it turns out it was yourself. I've been a fan ever since. I stayed for like three or four songs. I was like, this is amazing music. And then after the dinner party, I was like, guys, please, can we go to this? I was like, it's not your birthday, Barrett's Mark's birthday. I was like, damn it. <laughs> but uh, you guys are awesome. So thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, man. That was, uh, yeah, that was not last year, but that was, I think, last time we were playing the works in this upstairs. That was um, 2022. Oh, 2022. Yeah. yeah. COVID just seems to just ruin time. It just all blends into each other. <laughs> yeah. I mean, looks like time, like it's now, like, I don't know, at least maybe when you, you, you get older, time is, you have a different perception of time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> everything more, everything's more like, everything's going like faster and your things are happening. Everything's, you know, we're in February now. So it's- I uh, know. Don't even yeah. start like, <laughs> January yeah. flew by. Um, flew so by. I was just going to, because I, I kept seeing, I, th- I think I caught you in Fibbers on the tour last year. That tour looked absolute, that looked like the most fun I've ever seen a band put on. It just looked like energetic <laughs> as hell. I wonder if you could just tell us a little bit about that tour. <laughs> Yeah, it was great. I mean, um, it was absolutely great. It was fantastic. Honestly, we have um, we have now. I guess we have established now um, following now in in cities uh, or towns such as uh, Waterford. We we love going down to Waterford and playing Waterford. Usually, we don't. We we do. Sorry, previously an acoustic uh, show in a, in a record store called uh, Looker Records. Those lads, you know, check them out. Absolutely fantastic. And then we usually play, um, there's a new venue that we're kind of like arranging uh, for this year. I don't know if it's going to happen, but we usually, we tend to play Electric Avenue down there, which uh, was a great experience. It was Pac-Man people over there, love our show. We sold a lot of t-shirts. We uh, gave out two t-shirts and uh, yeah, it was was absolutely fantastic. That's one of our favorite cities to play. Then also Galway, uh, we played at South Longs. We had it was 
it was total madness because Sally Long's it, it's I mean it's a pub you know yeah yeah it's a pub so <laughs> yeah it was yeah. Uh, it's kind of like the the legit pub I guess rock pub in in Galway you know yeah so yeah. we we went in and we were like okay we're just playing it was it was tiny you know it's a, a tiny tiny little venue and uh there was a band before us uh the lads from their their lo- local lads uh bannered mare bannered mare amazing lads. yeah i saw yeah, that really <laughs> cool yeah really cool lads uh very cool guys easy going and then it was ourselves you know and um my mic uh the previous band bannered mare they had kind of like they were playing with the 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 mic that the lad the engineer provided them with and I brought my own mic, which is a Bittisher 58A. Like it's a, it's a really nice uh, mic. And then uh, they just finished their set and we're like setting up. And the engineer guy, he's kind of like a German guy. He tells me, well, you know, get ready because this is going to be crap. You know, this is going to be a shit show. Like sound wise, you're not going to hear yourself. It's going to be terrible. And I was like, okay, well, let me just give you a mic. You know, let's plug in this mic and the show, you know, I don't know what happened then. I think, oh, sorry, before starting, the power went off. Oh, for God's like, sake. For like 20 minutes. <laughs> and we're like, okay. And then people were just like, you know, basically waiting. I was like, lads, you know, stay, stay, don't go. Yeah. And then the power went in again. And I don't know what was after the show. He told me, man, what the, what the fuck is that mic? You know, that mic is absolutely amazing. No feedback. It was perfect. And the show was madness. I was so like into the crowd got into the um into the uh into the what will be the tables i got into there's a big amp i jumped into the crowd it was it was it was great and uh there were more people coming in because they 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 kind of like saw our in our um our interaction with the with them with the audience mm. people just like so it was absolutely amazing really enjoyed that that show in galway and uh yeah i mean dublin we play in favors that was basically on the uh on uh halloween's eve we played there uh, Halloween, so it was great. We all, you know, I was basically, you know, Alex the Vampire. Yeah. <laughs> we got, you know, different, like, we're all full of makeup. And it was, Favors is also, uh, I guess that's our local, you know, we have some sort of, like, residency there. So it was it was also packed. And the rest of the, the rest the rest of the dates, you know, we're playing, we played uh, Drahira was great. Uh, we played, uh, what was the other one? Um, Dundalk was also told. It was uh, it was freezing tolls because the venue was outside, so it was oh, absolutely. I was screaming, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I don't know, there was like smog coming out of my my Wasn't mouth. Wasn't the tour you know? in November? Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> it was like I don't know what was the crack with tolls because Draw We started the tour in October, and like Draw wasn't that cold, but then like tolls, it was so freezing that I was like singing like this and performing, and actually <laughs> kind of like fucked up my knee a little bit, you know, because oh, no. I I mean idiotically i just jumped and then i i i didn't realize that it was cement it was not wood the oh. the, the 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 floor and i jumped and i actually like i thought i did you know dislocated my knee it was not the case but i i was totally in bits after that but it was so so cold but yeah man overall we had we had a uh, such an amazing time uh it was uh we're doing now a summer tour this year as well we get in uh, as well this time we we're going to roshan dub and in, in galway oh, and uh, nice. we got a little yeah, we got a lot of a little um, other venues there to announce, but uh, it was it was and uh, planning then some dates overseas. But yeah, man, we had so much so much fun, man. It was it was great, and, and can't wait to you know to do it again. And I need uh, obviously we're here to talk about the latest single, "Love on Fire." If you could tell us a little bit about that, because first off, by the way, um, I can't believe you're with Ear Earache uh, Records are, produ- are producing it, aren't they? 
That no, we have a uh, we have a bit of a oh, the, the, uh, yeah we have a distribution distribution contract yeah we have a distribution contract a distribution and kind of like promotion mainly distribution and as well promotion contract with them it's not a full full contract a full that's contract. still amazing though eric yeah, are fucking incredible like the, the the amount i have my cd collection over there most of it is eric records so <laughs> oh really yeah, yeah i yeah. mean they're they're a legendary label. I mean, they have, you know, back in the day, you know, really, really like heavy label. We're not that, that heavy, you know, yeah. but they, um, they, uh, they really like our previous release rebel rebel. And, uh, yeah, they just, they just got in touch and we're like, uh, sure. I mean, let's just move all the catalog eventually after the release, we're going to move all the catalog because we're, you know, we're, we're through this for kit and now the new, the new single is going to be through Eric. So we're going to move all the catalog to, um, to Eric and uh, yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, amazing news for us to be part of such a legendary label and kind of like build the, the profile with them, and eventually we can get kind of like more like in touch with their you know booking agents and and then I guess play you know shows overseas in the UK and, and grow grow yeah. more as a band. You know? So yeah. like, tell us a little bit about this latest single then. Yeah, so Love and Fire is a new single that's coming out Friday. Because you said it's your biggest, biggest single is what you sent it to me. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I mean, I, I, at least, you know, our perspective as a band, you know, because <clears throat> Rebel Rebel is uh, it's uh, evil like the devil. It's 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 great. I mean, it's a, it's a catchy song. It's it's especially like, I guess, um, I mean, seeing the song live, it's, it's even better than the recording, you know, because live actually, you know, uh, after Fibers or during the tour, people started hearing the song because it was we it was released and after that we did a tour and then when we, we came to we played favors packed house then like everyone was singing the song like rebel rebel evil like the devil <laughs> and like nice. and it was like we just like you know there was maybe the kind of like the midsection of the song the interlude and then like you know um our drummer dylan just like we just let it go and let it like it was you know, people were doing it like we're doing the rounds and three or four rounds of the course. And we're like, <laughs> my God, this is it. So it's really, really fun to to play it live. Uh, people really sing along with that. But this song was more like, uh, I guess, a uh, bit more of like who we are as a band, who we represent as a band. It's more like dynamic. It's a little bit more like, you know, a little bit, I guess, uh, nostalgic. It's, it has a bit of a, a combination, I guess, of, uh, I guess, a little bit of a gothic vibe in terms of the lyrics. And it's, it's, it's more like, I guess uh, somehow the direction now that we're going as a band and uh, it's it's more like uh, yeah our biggest release so far that's why I, that's why I started that, that's why that's what I told you last time <laughs> yes, we, yes. Uh, and uh, do you do you write the ma- you you're the main lyric writer are you yeah I I, uh, I write the lyrics and the melodies for for the band yeah. So where would be like your main right. inspiration taken from? Because I was watching you in an interview you said that you because I know you're, you you do poetry quite a lot as well don't you. Yeah, I have actually. Well, I'm actually finishing this book over here. Uh, this is my uh, French, uh, my oh, fa- very favorite nice. uh, French poet. I don't know if you can you can see that. Uh, I can't. Yeah, yeah. Rimbaud. Rimbaud. Yeah. Rimbaud. Rimbaud. Yes. Rimbaud. Yeah. That's one yeah, of the questions for later. Gone. Man. I was going to ask you who your favorite poet was. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my favorite poet. Yeah, I get inspiration from from reading. I love reading, man. So I, I usually I'm actually buying a new copy of the Iliad. And oh, uh, that I want, I want to get one really specified in detail. Like uh, I don't know, cause sometimes. Um, well, I was watching lots of documentaries during the weekend, and uh, yeah, I mean, books inspire me a lot. So I, I think that's where the majority of the inspirations, you know, from from writing lyrics and melodies come from. You know, mm. and uh, yeah. compositionally wise, like how do you work with the lads? Then, like, do you, do you just go in with it and then just workshop it, or? 
Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely um, it's a collaborate collaboration process. It is definitely a collaboration process. It's like either I I let's say I have a melody in my head, and then like uh, doesn't necessarily have to be attached or initially uh, myself, you know, have lyrics for it. You know, mm. so I basically have kind of like a melody. Then um, you know, me and Dave start playing along. Dave is the guitarist, kind of like with that melody, and then I come back home, write the lyrics for that. Or if not, uh, then I have immediately some lyrics and melody of uh, any of, of like a poem. And then I show it to David. The David David's like, okay, maybe let's, you know, work this way. What are you singing? Let me just hear you singing, you know? And that's kind of like the one of the, the approaches that we, we usually do things. Or if not, the other approach will be um, um, the lads, uh, David or Dylan, they have kind of like a riff or so on. And then I I basically, I put the, what will be the melody and the lyrics. I hear the songs and I was like, okay, so this is like, sounding like this and uh in the case for example we're loving fire loving fire the riff was like you know the i guess the chord progressions were like it had some sort of sound and i was like okay so this is maybe i'll do and i just you know put the uh, the melody and the lyrics above it so that's the uh the two approaches that we usually have so it's uh yeah overall it's a collaboration process because i'm learning how to play guitar i don't play full full guitar so I'm oh, just like, no no i play i mean i like really playing acoustic guitar but i'm not a you know, full, I guess, uh, wrapped up <laughs> yeah. guitarist that I can solo. I can like, you know, I'm actually like in, I am actually with my, I have a teacher there and we, uh, every Monday we have, you know, lessons and so on because I'm learning how to play, you know. All right. Okay. And uh, yeah. where, where do you get the, uh, cause you mentioned the sound there and the production on your songs is always stellar. So I was just wondering where, where, like, uh, where do you get the songs produced and who do you work with for those songs? Oh, we have a friend, a very dear friend of ours, uh, a Bulgarian producer, his top-notch man. And uh, yeah, we um, we get, uh, he actually, yeah, he does all what will be all the recording. He's our sound engineer. Our, he does all the mixing, all the masterings of the songs. He uh, he does all the all the production-wise. We go in, because usually the process, like we have, uh, as we have the, the creative, I guess, I guess, um, fluids, and then we do demos and then we send the demos to our producer and then we go then in, into his studio and then we, we record the song. So that's usually how it, 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 it works, but he has a lovely place in Dunboy. It's called Ooh, Oblivion I- Studios. And, um, yeah, it's, it's really nice, cozy, cozy studio in Dunboy. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, he's top notch, man, top notch with us. And we, we, we've been offering, offered, uh, you know, a few times in the past to work with different different guys, but um, this guy is our is our man. You know, we're standing with him, and yeah, as you can as you a- can hear, quality <laughs> of the songs are a number one, a one. Yeah, the quality of the songs are unreal. Like even today, like I was walking home, listening to all the songs on Spotify, it's just like you can't help but walk faster. <laughs> There's so much fun to listen to, such an oomph to them as well, which is hard to come by. So, songs that sound like that fucking pristine and great. Um, actually, I have a question about the Rebel Rebel video. Um, the shots of it, like the black, like I know it's shot in black and white, but is that an actual film that's cut into the music video, or is that did you make that yourself? No, no, we didn't make that ourselves. That was my did you brother. Actually, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's that was actually from. So my uh, last year, 2023, my brother came to visit me. He was uh, his um. He's a he's a film director. He lives in New York, in Brooklyn, and um, he works there doing independent films and stuff. So he one of his films got into a festival in in Switzerland. So he was there, and he came back to Ireland to visit me. And I was like, "Hey, man, let's let's do a video. We got this song coming up this year. 
let's you know let's uh, make a video and uh, he was that was totally his work and he has a lot of like lots of different images and all those different like i guess imagery that you see in the video that that's from that's from his side that he incorporated that into the um into the video and then he recorded ourselves playing our, our headline gig in in favors um in 2023 yeah and um yeah that was uh that was how everything was made because the aesthetic of it is fantastic. It really takes you back to it those is. like 1940s, 1930s horror films. It's it's re- like the real kind of culty ones. It's so cool. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's, it's very, um, he's, he's like, his type of film is very like, uh, what we call in Spanish, like, um, it would be like black film, you know, that that that's sort of like, um, I don't know if you've seen those movies, like uh, maybe those Russian directors like Taranovsky or like Tartovsky or like uh, maybe those films like, ent- you know, Enter the Void from... Um, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Those really <laughs> yeah. like uh, dark films and like, yeah, which there's a lot of like imagery and a lot of like uh, psychedelia into, into incorporating to, to the film and like... Uh, yeah, it was it was really cool, and he had those files, and it was like, okay, I'm gonna use this, and uh, yeah, man, it's it's quite like has a bit of a Rob Zombie vibe into it yeah. in terms of like <laughs> the, the horror and the uh, yeah, it's really cool. No, it We're just very, very happy with it. Yeah, no, you should be because it's like, as I said, I, I was watching it going like, this is so cool. It's like the real kind of spooky macabre kind of thing. It, it works perfectly with the song as well. Uh, yeah. So what's uh, what's coming up now? So what's this tour now for Love on Fire? Do you know where you're going yet, or? Yeah, we are going to announce, uh, we, we have, uh, we're doing, we're doing a, um, a competition there a couple of days ago for one of our, uh, for the, one of our, uh, what I guess will be our uh, main headline show in Dublin this year. And uh, we're going to, I guess, uh, do the tour around that. We're going to, we're going to play, we're arranging to play um, Galway Court, Waterford and uh, Wexford and then Dublin, hopefully Belfast. But then let's see, and that we're going to attach that with some dates uh, in, in the UK. And uh, yeah, that's gonna be because we're right now really concentrating uh, our, our, I guess, our efforts and everything in in, in creating new music, man. Because we need we need so much, you know, material there for for mm. the future and so on. So that's our main focus this year: write, write, record, record. So we're just gonna have those those I guess dates: uh, seven, eight, eight, or net nine or ten dates for for the summer. I mean, including the UK here in Ireland. And that's going to be uh, all for the year. For the year, yeah. Hopefully, you know, we can get included into some festivals and so on. Yeah, but mainly the, the tour we're going to have a also for Love and Fire. We're going to have kind of like an EP coming out of, out uh, after. Sorry, of Love and Fire. So it's going to be Love and Fire. That there's going to be then after another song, another song oh, called cool. uh, Treat Her Like a Rose, and then be, before the 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 show in Dublin, which is going to be in June. After before that, we're going to have a, a, a we're going to release an EP, which is going to be those three tracks already released plus a little surprise of a, of a hidden like track um in it so um oh awesome <laughs> that's that's gonna so, be yeah that's gonna be yeah very I exciting told you the big surprise yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i i as you mentioned belfast there i haven't been to a gig in belfast in years but i just i've heard the crowds there are fantastic have you played there before we no, unfortunately, we think we were gonna play last year, but uh, it was canceled. That was our last oh, date to the tour. Yeah, so no, we haven't. We never played. We have never played there. Oh, well, that, no. I, I heard it's. I, I've heard only good things that it's very, very fun. You get a lot. Got to get a lot of reaction out of the crowd when you're playing. So that's gonna be work perfectly for you guys. <laughs> awesome, yeah, man. That's yeah. Uh, that's what we want. That's break loose, man. That's what we're all about. We're all about like having fun with uh i don't i mean i don't personally understand those sort of artists which is just you know themselves uh you know playing they just go in play and they go out and they have they're just basically standing there playing their instruments yeah that's uh if you know if you dig that that's that's okay you know everyone there's music art is very subjective there's 
music and art for everyone. But us, you know, break loose is just we need we need you there interacting with us. You know, every every I guess the whole set. You know, throughout the whole set, it's just very especially myself. You know, with my faces putting the mic. You know, in people's like mouths. You know, basically, you know, you're here. You're gonna swallow my mic. So it's like, <laughs> so it's no, like. like- uh, it it does it works for some it works for some bands you know the the but like I I cannot imagine seeing you guys live and you guys just standing there if it's it'd be the weirdest gig in the world but, yeah <laughs> but I, like, I, I don't know there's, there's some sort of like I just I just need to start dancing I just need to start moving I need to throw myself into the floor I need to jump I just I'm like uh, I'm like this is it man this is what I live for this is the shit so I just I'm like I think I think my bones are just like I start like shaking I'm just like let's go for it yeah it's it's funny like I I bring friends of mine to like rock shows and metal shows all the time and most of the time they wouldn't be into it and the other one only last night a friend of mine was like yeah I went to a gig with Barry it was the first time my ears were uh like I could barely hear anything out of the gig she goes I've never seen anything like it just people moving non-stop and jumping I was like yeah that's that's what it should be like. <laughs> but um, but, hit, but me uh, up. Hit, hit me up for the uh, for the dueling gig, man. Definitely. I mean, thanks you, you you for I guess uh, getting me the chance to be part of your show. You know, hit me up. And, oh, well, um, thank you for coming on. It, it, it's it's so cool having it. Like, you're a fantastic band. So to get this, people with talents such as yourselves on the show just for a chat is is very nice on a Tuesday afternoon. No, man, I mean, I was so. going to say I'll give you. We'll give, we'll give you. We'll give you. Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you yourself uh, two free tickets, man. Oh, Sam, thank you very much. That, that's very no very much appreciated. So, we're, but we're at the uh, we're at the second part now, where I ask you just random questions. So the one that I had on because I know you're a big Misfits fan uh, is what's the best era of the Misfits in your opinion? Really? Am I a really big Misfits fan? You have it in your press release and I watched I watched a couple of interviews you before so I didn't ask you the same questions and you yeah. mentioned Misfits and the Doors. So <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what the hot press said. Like we're kind of like Misfits and the Doors. Like we're like, you know, um, there's a bit of a, I guess, an influence there. But there is, I just, I just like, I'm, I'm a really huge fan of, of Glenn Danzig. So I must oh, say that Danzig the best. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like more like into Danzig, you know, yeah. his music, you know, than actually like the Misfits itself. But I do appreciate a lot, a lot like the, uh, you know, the Misfits when he was actually, um, he was a frontman of, of, of the Misfits. So I, I guess that's definitely the best Misfits era. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, th- I think most people would agree with you. <laughs> Although is, is it, um, what's your man, Diggo Per Who did Diggo Per Bones? I know a lot of people like him as well. They're a very oh, good yeah, band anyway. Yeah, he's a great, yeah, he's a great lad. What's his name? Uh, he actually, he, uh, he's actually a great, also great singer. He's a different sort of approach, I guess. Very um, different band. Yeah. When he was for fronting yeah, it. Dancing is more of like, um, it's more like, um, I guess maybe bluesy voice kind of like uh you know elvis uh yeah. elvis uh, impersonator but um th- i think i think the guy misfits uh let me have a look here the misfits uh i think his name um it's not doyle that's a guitar no the guitar. It's not doyle is the other guy yeah um it's gonna bother me now as well i should have known this because <laughs> before yeah. going on so do i like what's his name man he's such a talented guy uh what's his name I think his name is Mike. Yeah, Mike Hideous. No, that, Mike, that's one. Mike, Mike Hideous. Yeah. Oh yes. no, no, no. M- Michael Graves. That's the Michael one. Graves. Michael Graves. Michael that's Graves. Yes. Yeah, Michael Graves. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> See, uh, the first Misfits songs I ever heard was "Dig Up Her Bones." So I blindly was like, "Did you ever have the thing where it's like the first album you listen to a band that think it's amazing? You kind of yeah. refuse to accept that they have better ones, even though there's another better one, just because you're so." 
nostalgic yeah. for the first one. I have that with Misfits, even though I'm kind of like, people are like, you know, the the Danzig era is fantastic. I was like, I know, but Graves is pretty cool too. <laughs> no, man, I mean, Hel- Helena, it's one of my favorite songs mm. of them. And and, oh, and, yeah. and, uh, and Michael is the singer on it. It's such a great song, man. It's more like, they're like more, because Danzig was more like, it was very garage, you know, very like, you know, everything was... Basically, the production was not that well of, of the mm. recordings, but but uh, with with Michael, there that year after the 88, 1983, all of that misfits. It's, it's the production is it's 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 there's a big improvement there. Mm. And uh, what's the uh, first and last album you ever bought? The first and last, the first album that I ever bought. Um, that's a really good question. I think was maybe um, Santana, Carlos Santana, his oh, famous. Yeah, I think I think I was because uh, I back in the day when I was a kid. I mean, I grew up with Elton John, and then and then um, my mom used to listen to uh, Loretta Lynn and um, all this kind of like country artists. And then uh, yeah, I think I, if I remember, maybe I was I think it was Santana that his uh, first album. And I, I don't sorry, it's not his first album. Nineteen ninety nine album that he has. Uh, he's uh, Rob Thomas in the uh, you know is featured with loads of different artists. Uh, is that but smooth? That, that, smooth, yeah, smooth. Yeah, is, yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 it's, uh, it's there. But um, I think that was my first. I think it's called. It's called. I think Santana. Um, yeah, Santana, Santana. I think it's just. Uh, or what's the name of that album? It's uh I don't know it's called Supernatural. Supernatural. That's the one. Supernatural. Yeah. Nice. 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 And uh, I think that was my first one. But then I was like, I mean, I was honestly, uh, I was never such a such a back in the day when I was a kid. I was never such a rock or, yeah, I'm not a, much of a metalhead. But I was not that much into rock. And I was a kid. I I bought you know, it, but kid, kid, I'm talking about like you know five, seven, eight years of age. Yeah. I was a lot into like you know pop music. I bought like uh, records. Uh, well, that was more rhythm and blues. Like I read a Fra- Franklin. I was so much into uh, Frank Sinatra, and oh, okay. uh, also like uh, uh, Mexican singers called Luis Miguel. That's very like South American. That will be very known in South America, Luis Miguel. And then uh, I was into like bands, UK bands, like pop bands, like Five. You know that those really oh, like, Five. Are, yeah, Five are class though. <laughs> yeah, like those sort of like bands and then even i um it's funny me because i discovered uh what's the name of those guys um irish lads uh westlife man i was like what eight, really eight years age. yeah and i was like <laughs> oh my god this is so I didn't good know, i didn't know uh westlife made it to uh south america that's amazing <laughs> yeah yeah i was like no they didn't win i did, i discovered one of the records but no they never played south america but i, I never knew then once i came here to ireland i was like oh westlife they're irish and i was like what <laughs> Yeah, like, no, that's what I that can't was, believe that they were actually that even people were listening to them in South America. I yeah. thought it was just I thought it was just Ireland and England. To be honest, I, I forget no, no, no. the global phenomenon that Westlife were. <laughs> no, because we we're I mean Venezuela is at the top of the Caribbean, so um, we're we were quite influenced by I guess North American culture, especially you know my dad went to university in Nashville, uh, and then uh, oh, right, I went I, I kind of like almost my. Um, I used to race professionally motocross, and I spent a lot of time going to uh, Tallahassee, Northern Florida. So we were, were quite influenced by, by I guess, uh, North American culture. And when I was then afterwards, maybe in, when I was 10, 12, and then at least I was obsessed with Limp Bizkit, Corn, and then I turned into, you know, nice. uh, Lincoln Park <laughs> and all those, Pantera. Then I started listening to Pantera, then I, and I started listening to then doing motocross to all this, you know, uh, no effects, all this, you know, the, the offspring. <laughs> 
all these, you know, punk bands and then, you know, Misfits and so on. And then I started getting into rock and so on. But, uh, motocrossing is like one of my worst nightmares. I can't, like, I go so slow on a bike, so I don't know how people can fathom going as fast as you, as you can. How long did you do that for? That's amazing. Yeah, I did that uh, until uh, I uh, migrated from, I migrated to Europe. So I was, I did it until I was uh, 25. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Or 25. Yeah. And I started doing it when I was uh, maybe, yeah, 14. So yeah. So solid, solid 10 years. I did it. I did it for, yeah. Okay, cool. Solid 10 years. Yeah. But um, the last record that I bought, man, um, I just I just can't remember. Um, <laughs> I actually haven't bought that much since the incorporation of Spotify. I actually haven't much. I haven't bought much. Well, uh, well with, when people say they haven't know. bought much, you can say you can just uh, tell me what's the last album that you really were listening to, and you went, "Wow, I absolutely love this." Is the, is kind of another way to phrase that question, then? Okay. Uh, I well, they're coming out in June. Uh, Rammstein. Um, their um, their last record. Uh, well, actually, I really like also the one which has like kind of like a, uh, it's a bit of like a, a lighter in in the there's a lighter like a light there in the album it's, that was released in 2019. But uh, the that was I was I love Rammstein and um, though I don't understand what the fuck Till Lindemann is singing about, <laughs> but. Uh, it's funny you say that. I, I don't know if you ever saw um, Ramstein won the uh, Inspiration Award years ago for at the at the Krang Awards. So they won the bit most Inspiration Award, and he goes, "I don't know why we're winning this." He goes, "None of you understand any of our lyrics." Then just walked off. That was the speech that he gave. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's a crazy lot. I do <laughs> like them a lot, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, what else? I I do love a band from Finland. It's called HIM. So Bilavalo, he uh, he was long gone. I mean, HIM was finished in 2017. So he released a thing. He released, sorry, uh, an album last year. So I think that was the maybe the full like the last full album that I listened to. Uh, Bilavalo's. Uh, is he like, back I making guess, music? Uh, is he? Yeah, he's back making music. Oh, I did not know that. Really I really cool liked his music. Yeah, he's he's good. He made good music. Yeah. Okay, that's good he to know. Good I have music, something yeah. to check out later on after this. <laughs> yeah, check him out. Yeah, he's uh, the, the last album is really really cool, man. And um, yeah, I just that was the last thing that I heard like fully, you know, because sometimes it's like because I listen to so much music, man. I'm now listening to a guy which is called Warren Siders, that he's a country rock guy. I listen to also Nickelback. Then I listen to. Um, a lot of like, um, uh, I love the new Idols um, album, you know. I haven't listened to it, I heard it's great though. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's quite hard sometimes, you know, with like things, you know, I like to read, then I do exercise and I have, you know, the band, then I have uh, other stuff, you know, diligences, day-to-day things that sometimes it's, you need like a full day to actually like sit down, smoke a joint and then like, you know, <laughs> listen to, to the full album. You I know, know so exactly what, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> if I listen to, I, I don't, I mean, I like specific bands. So if I like a band, I just, if I discover a band and like really like them, I just need to take the time and just maybe one of their best albums, listen to them and like take the time to actually listen to things, you know, by detail and take the time yeah take the time to to listen to them you know yeah and actually hear it rather than just have it as background noise exactly yeah. exactly uh who would be your who do you think is the most underrated artist in your opinion who's the most underrated artist mm, that's a really good question um you mean um history wise like throughout the uh it, throughout it the can be it can or... be it can be anybody now it's funny most people go straight towards bands but the last couple of times mm. i've asked this people have picked you know uh artists as in like you know authors painters whatever so it can be anybody you want 
Um, Jesus, I wouldn't know. I mean, um, <laughs> break loose, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I I used to, I used to say is like you're not allowed to say yourselves because the amount of bands that were like, oh, it's definitely yeah. us. <laughs> you are very good though. I I would agree. You are great. You're a great. Thanks, band. man. No, we have we haven't released our our debut album yet, so we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> do that. Um, we're gonna do that this year. Hopefully, but um, yeah, Sick. like um, most underrated artists of like um, Jesus, that's that's such, because like nowadays, I guess back in the day, you know, there was I guess uh, last century, everything was more divided into like decades. You know, you got like the forties, you got the beat, the the beat generation in terms of writers, and you got the, the you know the all the jazz movement. Then you got fifties rock and roll, Chuck Berry, uh, Elvis Presley, the sixties, you know, all the psychedelia, the Beatles, the Doors, the Stones. And then, but nowadays, like, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, obviously throughout every decade, there's artists that they're quite underrated. Maybe, you know, uh, what's the name of that band? Um, CCR, um, Creedence uh, Clearwater Revival. Oh, maybe a great band. Yeah, uh, great band. One of my favorite bands ever, man. And maybe they're quite, you know, people nowadays, you're, you talk about like, hey, do you know Creedence? And you're like, who? Everyone's <laughs> like, what, what? Maybe they could be considered maybe one of the most underrated bands, uh, um, because you know you got bands uh, as uh, what's the name of this band um, for the, the the album Rumors. Um, oh, uh, Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac, yeah. So yeah. They're, they're one of the biggest bands in history, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, every I think every decade they, there's you know artists that uh, they, there's uh, every I guess every decade in terms of audience also they have their heroes. Then you got the collision or the death of those heroes, and then you got new heroes that rise up. So uh, it's, I don't know, man, it's really hard. Like, uh, I think nowadays, especially uh, since um, the early 2010s, now with, you know, I guess, streaming uh, applications and technology and so on, now music, it's more uh, for generation-wise, for the new era of, of, you know, kids coming on and Mm. so on. It's, uh, I love music. It's now a mainstream thing in their heads, but I'm, I'm the one of the believers that it is. So I guess now with, you know, phones and access to everything, you got, you know, God within your hands. You can basically look if you want to look like, where was Alexander the Great born? And you you can look that shit up, you yeah. know. It's uh, ruined quizzes. It's ruined pub quizzes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think I think music nowadays is very niche, you know. Every yeah. every sort of nowadays, uh, I wouldn't say that there's, uh, you know, lesser genres or other. Maybe there are more maybe pop ish or maybe, you know, there's some different like specific genres that are a little bit more like mainstream than others. But I think from like metal to uh, rock to rap to, uh, I don't know, funk, whatever, they all have their niche and their audiences. So mm. nowadays I wouldn't know exactly what underrated artists, artists might, might, might be underrated, you know, but I, I'll <laughs> say, yeah, I'll say maybe clear, clear what's that's so hard to pronounce. Creed, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Credence Clearwater Revival. That maybe yeah. for me is one of their uh, those uh, un- underdogs. You know, no, that's a good pick. They're a very good band, um, and you don't hear them in terms of like because I would you probably call them classic rock now. I would imagine and you don't really hear them the name yeah. about too much. More like uh, River Rock or like river rock. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like like the, river like the water. Like, call, like, yeah, exactly. Like uh, <laughs> like, a, like a pond or like which is swamp rock, swamp, swamp rock, swamp yeah. rock, <laughs> swamp rock, yeah. <laughs> But, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how much they'd like that moniker, but I I like it. We're, we'll go with that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess I got one. I got one more question for you before we wrap up. Um. So, uh, because you're quite the spectacle to watch live in terms of like your performance is fantastic. So I was just wondering, in in your opinion, who's one of the best live bands you've ever seen? One of the best live ba- bands I've ever seen. Yeah. Um. 
I've seen a lot of great live bands, man. Uh, I think Sting is uh, amazing live. Ooh. Especially like, yeah, he's just with the bass there, but like the whole band, he the, all the different musicians that he carries is a big, big, big ass band. It's, it's not that the police, like there were four, four of them, or mm. sorry, sorry, three of them. Three. And um, this, I mean, thing is, it's amazing. I think uh, I've seen the, um, there's so many bands. I've seen the Killers live. They're great live. Because um, there are bands like, for example, there's, especially nowadays, you got bands like, all these bands like Bring Me The Horizon, all these bands like Architects, all these metal bands, like metalcore bands. And they are, I mean, for me, that is not my to go to because they're just basically playing through the back there you, you do actually don't know sometimes they're the guitars are playing their guitars but actually the singer is singing because it's mm. just it actually so- sounds the same as the record you know same as the uh the the the, the whatever the spotify uh, album or whatever it's so like it's so like precise it's amazing i mean they get they got all the fireworks whatever but there's 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 a bit of a lose there in terms of the the live element you know mm. so uh I do really like to, uh, that's why I really like like live punk bands or live, you know, idols. I, the last time I saw them, I think uh, one of the uh, best bands of the decade, you know, idols because are incredible live. Yeah. Yeah. They, they got that, that like some sort of like raw element, you know, raw, like rough, like, you know, they're not, you know, they're not playing, um, you know, to like hundreds of backing tracks and the singer has so much effects in the vocals that you, you're like, what is this? You know, I yeah. like that, 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 that roughness of like, you know, um, uh, I saw, for example, uh, when I was a kid in the States, I had the luxury to saw to see uh, Creed, you know, so I... Oh, no way! Yeah. Oh, sick. I saw okay. Creed. I was like 12 years of age, I saw Creed, and and I saw them live, one of my best experiences, and I was like, okay, this man sounds the same as he sounds in the record, and I was like, this is amazing, you know, because like... He, and they played their they they their, their songs. They played them a little bit different from the record, you know. So I was like, okay, I love this is like, that, yeah. yeah. And I got that inspiration. And Break Loose is that, you know, you got the recording there, but live we do our show, we do our improvisations, we go with the flow, we go with the vibe, we go with the feeling of the night. You know, we always, I, I always, I had to like, for example, we, we got a song called "I'm in Flames." There's a big spoken word part poetry part in the in the uh, um, middle section of the song i always extend that with the maracas there's like screams you know i um there, there, it's a lot of like i mean i guess belted be really like harmonized screams you know some sort of like if frank sinatra was belting <laughs> like, like that kind of like operatic and shit but that's awesome. what i like about a band so um so I, so I would say maybe the best one of the best live bands that i've seen yeah would be creed uh, and uh I was going to see Nickelback back day back in the uh, in the states when I was seventeen, but I I, I didn't happen. But uh, yeah, I I can say that maybe yeah, at least my experience, you know. Because I also seen you know I've seen Metallica, they're great, so they're also fantastic. I saw them in Venezuela after going out of the concert. There was like cars burning. There was like Jesus. madness. You know? <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, this is you know proper Metallica experience, you know. <laughs> exactly. So what the fuck, um, like. <laughs> But I also like, man, I also really like going to local gigs and supporting like, you know, up and coming bands, you know, going mm. to the workmen's Willens and like see, seeing bands like local bands, you know, that there yeah. you can see the, the roughness and you can see their, their, the, the, the raw sound, you know, of, of those uh, sort of uh, yeah. bands, you know. 
I agree with you. It's such a great feeling watching bands who you, you go to their very first show and then see them in two years and they're just getting bigger and bigger and more mature. It's like a cool kind of, it's a very long movie, but it's a very enjoyable one. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Uh, but, but man, that's all the questions I have for you. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure to have it. So this is the, basically this is the last part where just you do the little PR thing. So tell us when the single's coming out and when okay. the tour is. Uh, yeah, so that that the part that every band loves doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, single "Love and Fire" is coming now on the on Friday, the twenty third of February, and then we are going to announce uh, the four the, the the full sorry summer tour that's coming. We're going to do a. A UK and Ireland tour for for this summer, and uh, as well, you know, just get in touch with us, uh, see what we're doing uh, through our Instagram, Break Loose Official. That's our, I guess, our strongest, uh, I guess, uh, social media channel. You know, because Facebook is quite dead nowadays. Mm. TikTok now, all the different artists are removing their music, so it's <laughs> like, okay, you know, what do we, what do you do? So Instagram is, is the way that you know, at least myself. Every day I communicate with uh, the people who like what we do. And um, yeah, we're doing a competition, a t-shirt and some tickets competition. I'll definitely send you those once, you know, once I, uh, throughout March, we're going to announce the, the Dublin show Thank in you the works. It's going to be in June. So I'll send you that, man. So you can come with a maid and see us, see us perform absolutely live. be there. I couldn't, I can't wait for it. That's going to be very fun. Thank you. Awesome, man. <laughs> And, uh, but yeah, just, you know, keep in touch with us uh, through our Instagram. And so we, th- there we'll be announcing everything that's coming for, for, for this year, a new music, uh, a new EP and more, hopefully more surprises through, uh, with Eric, uh, records, you know? Fantastic. All right. We should, we'll leave it there. I uh, just want to say it's an absolute pleasure having you. So, and, um, I really, really enjoyed that episode. So thank you so much for coming on and I can't wait to see you live in that. No, date. thanks. <laughs> thanks to you, Barrett. Thanks so much for having me, You're man. Very welcome. It's an absolute pleasure. So that is the end of our episode for today. I want to give a huge thank you again to Alex for coming on and chatting to me and to Break Loose for giving me the opportunity to chat about this single. Can't wait to see it released on Friday. And there'll be uh, links in the description for this episode for where you can pre-save it on all your favorite streaming services as well as uh, the band's socials and their Spotify account and all that kind of jazz. And I guess on my end, if you want to hear more episodes like the one you just heard, please give the podcast a follow and get updated. It really does help me out a lot. And if you're feeling very kind, you can leave us a review. Only if it's positive, please, please, please. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you very much for listening to it. And uh, we'll be back again soon for a new episode. Thank you. Have a lovely day and goodbye.